Welcome back to another episode of Fight in Progress, a podcast conversation about our men and women in law enforcement and the challenges they face. With lead stress coach and founder of Under the Shield Foundation, Susan Simmons, and Arizona police officer, Ace Walker. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast, episode 10 of Fight in Progress with me, Ace Walker. And Susan Simmons. And today we're going to be talking about, where's my paper here, sleep, supplements, and general health. Uh, That's a pretty exciting thing that we're going to be talking about today, something we have a lot of passion about. We mentioned it to you guys last week. It's a good topic for today, given I didn't get much sleep last night, so it (laughs) might be a little bit slow. So you can talk about the symptoms of lack of sleep then. (laughs) You feel like crap and can't think and your brain doesn't work and all that cool stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think we're both sleep deprived this morning. No doubt. Uh, so when somebody comes into your office, I know this was my introduction to this because I, I never heard about, um, well, for one, some of these supplements and the deficiencies that we talked about, especially the vitamin B1. I didn't know that was such a big deal. That and right. vitamin D. Um, and then also sleep. I was like, well, yeah, duh. I mean, I'm a cop. I don't sleep. I do shift work. That's like part of the gig. We don't sleep. Um, but apparently that's like terrible for you, like really, really terrible for you. So tell me about what you, uh, what you teach your people when they come in here for help. Just a minor little detail. I mean, you can die from sleep deprivation. <laughs> it's not a big deal. We all got to die from something anyway, I guess. <clears throat> now, we, we have a philosophy at Under the Shield that the brain controls the body. But more importantly, how the body feels impacts what the brain thinks. So when you're sleep deprived, vitamin depleted, mineral depleted, all that cool stuff that most of us don't really know much about, (laughs) um, it impacts what the brain thinks. And then the brain goes negative, comes back to the body. Um, It's like a video I show in training of a um, Vietnam POW. And he talks about, you know, he said, "I, I could have curled up in a corner, atrophied and died. He said, I watched men do it. And basically they just willed their bodies to die. We see it with cancer patients sometimes. Mm -hmm. They hear cancer, they think fatal, and they're dead in 10 days, and the doctors are going, there's no medical explanation for it. Right. So we know the brain is very powerful, but we also know how the body feels impacts those thoughts. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. And so we always concentrate. Very first thing, if you've ever called under the shield, ever been in my office, the very first thing I go over is always going to be, how are you sleeping? What vitamins and minerals are you taking? We go over the symptoms, those kinds of things, because I want to get people back physiologically in balance so that then the brain kind of comes along. Right. I'm already dealing with a very cynical, negative population. (laughs) (laughs) So I need you guys and gals in the best positive place I can get you. Yeah. And that's just, and that's why we say what we do at Under the Shield is not therapy, it's education. Right. Right. And it's important. Yeah, teaching people tools that they can use, that they don't necessarily have to come to the office in order to fix themselves, right? Give them the ability to do that themselves. Sure. Well, in so many of the signs and symptoms, your medical doctors um, are going to try to hook you up on antidepressants, which are good drugs, but it's not going to help you with the things we talk about. Right. Because a lot of the symptoms are vitamin deficiencies. Right, right. So when, when I first came in, I know, man, I was on like quite the regimen. I had a multivitamin, um... Like throughout the day, I was on multivitamin for you, uh, a vitamin B supplement, which is like a complex, right? There's a bunch of different stuff in there. Wait, oh, I mean, you're talking about before you started coming to me? No, no, no. Once I did. Once you came to me. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. I wasn't on anything other than like a regular chewy multivitamin that my kids take. He was eating I came gummies. That's what he was eating. And it was, <laughs> I just like it the way was they his take. kids' vitamins. That's all it was. This is exactly true. <laughs> no wonder he was in trouble and struggling as he walked through my door. Now, we start people with basic stuff. Um, multivitamins is stuff that people usually work up to. Right. Uh, I'm big on getting everybody started first on vitamin, the vitamin B complexes. Yeah. And what people have to understand is all the vitamins are not created equal. So what you get in one place is not necessarily going to be the same quality you get somewhere else. Right. And we do not get kickbacks from the companies that we recommend. We should, uh, <laughs> yeah. given how much I recommend them. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, is this is just about giving the highest quality stuff that we know about through research and what we use, all of our stress coaches use the same stuff Yeah. and, and we're open to new things and we're always researching them. But, um, it's interesting to have people in class or in the office. I had someone here the other day, almost every day, someone's in here and I rattle off these symptoms and the symptoms are mild depression, loss of energy irritability, sleep pattern changes, eating pattern changes, 
and inability to concentrate. And they're usually in class raising their hands, their legs, their feet, their arms, everything. (laughs) And I tell them that these are the signs and symptoms of a vitamin B, as in Bravo, deficiency. And the key to the vitamin Bs is you cannot just take B6 or B12. A lot of people I know get B6 and B12 shots. Mm -hmm. When I moved out here, I actually increased and got a vitamin B12 shot, but I was adding that to the B complex I was already taking. The vitamin Bs, there's eight or nine of them, and they need each other to interact in order to metabolize in your body. Mm -hmm. So when you just take one or the other, you're going to deplete what little bit of the Others you may have from diet or whatever. And it's funny because I'll have guys not here because, you know, sometimes you men don't hear me completely. (laughs) And you'll call and go, I'm taking that B12 crap you told me to take and I feel worse than I did. And I go, really? I never told you just to take B12. So if we can, what's the one that you suggest? I know the one I got when you suggested it to me was the Jaro. Jaro B12. Right. Yeah. Just the letter Jaro B. B right. Yep. Right. That's what I take. Yep. It's in a black bottle with a purple label, I believe. It no, actually it's a purple bottle with an orange label. Okay. It shows He's what colorblind. I know. Yeah, I don't know what he I He doesn't know one from the other. But anyway. Um <laughs> and I just tell people order it on Amazon, you can get a lucky vitamin. I don't care where you get it. Yeah. But the reason we recommend that one is most of the B complexes that you get at your standard drugstores and stuff are gonna have a B twelve in it called cyanocobalamin and it converts to cyanide in your system mm-hmm. won't kill you obviously well, it sounds bad though it does sound bad <laughs> but, but you don't have a cyanide receptor in your body so there's no way your body can process it oh, okay so you're taking something that's of no value right the one we recommend has methylcobalamin b12 and this is when i tell y'all you'll remember this yeah this is the time meth is good we love meth yes and it's the time you can take it, not get in trouble with it. And the FDA requires if methylcobalamin B12 is in it, it has to be on the label. So when you read all these labels and you see B12 and nothing behind it, you need to think cyanide. Okay. And sometimes it may, cy- may say cyanocobalamin, mm-hmm. but you're looking for the meth word. That methylcobalamin in the research is also telling us it helps in the production of melatonin. Okay. Now, melatonin is one of those things people misunderstand. I had calls over the weekend. People telling me they're having trouble sleeping and they're taking uh, melatonin. I had one tell me he was eating melatonin gummies. And I was like, who told you to do that? Because I didn't tell you to do that. (laughs) And he goes, and I was awake all night. And I said, well, that's because you're stupid because I don't know who told you that because it wasn't me. And melatonin isn't about putting you to sleep. It regulates sleep. Right. And it's one of those things that airline pilots can use. They are, There's a lot of stuff that regulates airline pilots, and we're all grateful for those of us that fly that they're regulated to some extent. (laughs) Um, I still have my concerns. I work too closely with that (laughs) population after 9-11. It's a miracle I get on a plane. But the reality is we recommend products that have other herbs, enzymes, along with melatonin. Mm -hmm that help put you to sleep, the melatonin helps regulate the sleep. Right. And that was what we did with Alteril. Yes. That particular, uh, that's, um, you buy that off the shelf. I got it from Amazon. Yes. Um, and you take that before you go to bed. What is it? Two hours before you go to bed? About one hour before bed on the, on the Alteril. But here's the hitch on that one. You have to make sure you get the fast acting soft gels. Right. It comes in two forms. They taste bad. Sorry, guys. I heard they smell bad. I, they do. I'm just not one of these people who sniffs all this stuff that I take. I put it in my mouth goes and swallow past, it and I move on. It goes past on. your nose on the way into I, your you, mouth. You, you throw it in and you swallow <laughs> and you're done. I'm amazed at how obsessive y'all get about stuff. But it has to be the soft gels, yeah. fast acting. The other one will not work. Yeah. And you're going to take two, roughly one hour before bed. Yeah, and take it with magnesium. That's what I do. Well, now the B-Right, though, we have to back up. The B-Right, you have to get one three times a day mm-hmm. with the last dose being when you get in the bed. I mean, literally turn the light out. Right. Now, here's the thing. The way you know you're getting enough of it is your urine should look like you've been at Chernobyl. For you young people, no look joke. up Chernobyl because um, most of you don't even know what that is. But... I'm not talking cloudy and goldenrod. I'm talking no. like a yellow highlighter has been dipped in your urine. 
like poured out in the toilet. Yes. Like it is bright, bright yellow, and it smells bad. Sorry, guys. But Stop it does, smelling it, all your stuff. I can't help it. I have a very overactive. Flush. There's a little <laughs> handle Ace, on the <laughs> one side of your toilet. Mine happens to be on the left when you're looking at it. Oh, man. You flush. You don't stand Is that what there. that's for? Yes. Okay. Good gosh. All right. Well, now I know. Well, and the funny part is, is you men freak out over this stuff. But here, and here's a little, here's a little trick, guys and gals. When you don't like your supervisors, this stuff is water soluble. So get your supervisor to drink orange juice or coffee or something, and drop two or three of them in there. Drug them. Wait about twenty minutes, and when they go to the bathroom, they will freak out. I've actually had people do this. They say their supervisors are ready to rush to the hospital. It's kind of a fun little trick you can play yeah. on them. It's but, very noticeable. But if your urine doesn't have that color to it, because it's water-soluble, you're not getting enough. Right. So make sure you get enough of it yeah. so that your body's eliminating what it doesn't need. And some people get to a place where they just need one in the morning and one at night. Yeah, that's where I'm at. When I'm traveling, I have to do two, two, and two because... It fluctuates, right? Right. Because I know, stress yep. is change. That's our definition at Under the Shield. Yeah, it's not good or bad. It's just change, man. It's just change. Vacation, time zone changes, whatever. Mm -hmm. So this is why your body may need more of it at times than other times. Yeah, because I know I, I'm like you said, I got to the point where, and I'll, I'll go back through kind of how I started with everything. And you, we kind of start with higher numbers and then work our way down to where we need to be. Right. Um, kind of to be safe. <laughs> well, get it in your system too. Right, yeah. Kind of flush it all in there and then see where you need to be. And that's what I did. Um, and I'll go into that. But with the vitamin B, the complex, mm -hmm. uh, I'm with I'm one in the morning, one at night. And then if I have a really bad day, I'll know because I'll wake up in the morning. And when I go to the bathroom, clear. Absolutely. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, I need to take a couple more today. Uh, and, and, it, let it me warn you, and let me warn you, some people aren't aware of something called a niacin flush. Yeah. I actually had a <laughs> detective here in the valley. Feels like you're going to die. And if he's listening to this, he's going to start laughing because he's going to know who he is before I even, I don't have to say his name. But he had been using the Jaro B. Wright for some time. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently somewhere in his day, he had eaten something, had niacin in it. <laughs> he happened to go into a meth lab that day oh, no. and had what's called a niacin flush. He thought he got exposed. And he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and with a niacin flush, it for me, it's my ears and my face feel that tingly like you've got a sunburn a little bit. Oh, yeah. And some people get on their arms. Some people get on the trunk of their bodies. Don't freak out. Or if you're me, not. it's all of the above. <laughs> Sitting in briefing and I'm sweating and like the fans on and the ACs on and my buddy next to me looks over and he goes, dude, do you need an EMT? And I was like, I was like, why? I'm like panting because I know what it is, but it's like, he's like, he's like, you're all red because I get red anyway. I get really red. And he was seriously concerned. I was like, yeah, it's just really hot right now. I think it lasts, it's a niacin flush. It lasts like, about 20 minutes. Yeah, and it it's, won't hurt you, but it's not comfortable. Drink you, extra water. Yeah, it's better that you know, because if you don't know what it is, I, I was driving to the academy. Oh, uh, like, looking back, I know that it's a niacin flush now, but oh. I, was t I was on all these supplements because we're working out. We're in the academy. I'm driving to my carpool buddy's house at like, oh, God knows, 530 in the morning. <laughs> and I get off the freeway and I'm going under the underpass and the niacin flush hits me, mm -hmm. right? And it'll hit all of a sudden. And I felt like I was having a heart attack. I pulled over the car <laughs> and I had, my, I had my, well, because I know nothing about medical. And I'm sitting on the side of the road and I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, do I call the EMT because I have a chance to live or do I call my wife and say goodbye? Like, so if you guys don't know. It isn't it, that bad. The ace is a sissy and he just overreacts. I'm a big old softy. But if you don't know what it is, girl. it can be scary. But once you you know that it's a niacin flush but it's usually not that bad now this detective <laughs> i'm talking about here in the valley did get him to take him to the er <laughs> and the nurse started laughing See, it can be scary and then he called me and fussed at me and goes why didn't you tell me about a niacin flush i said i did but it was years ago y'all y'all defrag information or if you even get it from me yeah half the time i teach these classes i had a guy call from north arizona um on thursday he was in a training about a year ago and now, all of a sudden, he needs me to recite everything I taught in the training because he didn't think he needed it. Now, all of a sudden, he realizes he needs it. Now, I'm supposed to go over eight hours worth of material. <laughs> it's like fat chance, not going to happen. Mm -hmm. But don't panic about the nice and flush. Just cut back on a dose or two. And like I said, increase your water and you'll yeah. be fine. Well, and that, that's how I knew to, to knock it back because the, the tea I drink in the morning has... <laughs> 
niacin in it, vitamin yep. B niacin. Yep. So when I would take two vitamin Bs yep. and then bring my, my, I drink yerba mate, that's the one that has it. When I bring that into the briefing uh-huh. while I'm sipping, I'd get that niacin flush it. and it was like four days in a row and I was like, okay, kicking back on the vitamin B. <laughs> so I went to one in the morning. That's how, so you'll, you'll learn to regulate. And in talking to my, my doctor that I go to, and I'm sure you, you know the same thing, but he was saying... It's, it's not a harmful thing. No. All it is is opening up your capillaries and it just flushes your system with niacin and that's the exhilaration that you're feeling is that burning, tingling sensation. Yep. Not a bad thing. It's flushing your system. Actually, it's pretty good for your capillaries and all that stuff too for your circulatory system. He says it's not a bad thing. It just means you're getting enough. And it literally lasts 20 minutes and you yeah. move on. It's, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll just look funny. But you such sissies. Y'all get a hangnail and you're on the couch for two <laughs> weeks. Um, yeah, but it's, it's really important and it's funny because guys will come in after taking for a while and they'll go, yeah, I'm feeling better, but I think it's psychosomatic. And I go, well, then stop taking it, stupid. And they stop taking it, and then they come back in and feel like crap again. Mm-hmm. Okay, then start taking it. So let's talk about that. So I did the same thing, right? I know. Typical patient, I right? I know. So, okay, so I started, and what I was starting on was I was taking L-theanine for stress management. Uh, the well, actually, mood stabilization. Mood stabilization, sorry. Yeah. Uh, vitamin B, the complex, the right. same one we're talking about. A multivitamin, mm-hmm. which I ended up dropping off of because um, it was really expensive. It is expensive, <laughs> but it's a good one because you take it three times a day. It is. Like you should take your vitamins. Yeah. And and then for at night, I was taking that Alteril we talked about right? Uh, with magnesium yep. and then also the L-theanine and the vitamin B at night. Yes. So I was on quite the little regiment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be a little expensive and you start to kind of you know, doubt what's working, what's not, and you make up your own reasons and you start to think maybe things are psychosomatic. So I dropped off of everything one day and then I started to just work back one thing at a time and see if it was helping out, right? Right. The only thing I'm not taking anymore is the multivitamin. Right. So And eventually what you should probably do is get back to the multivitamin and add the B right to it as you need it. Yeah. Um, because again, a one a day multivitamin is really not going to be very beneficial because you right. can only take it once a day. Right. And you're getting the stuff in your system. You're getting it completely out. You're getting your system. You're getting it out. So it's better to have something that maintains in your system. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason behind the magnesium, magnesium is actually the most important mineral in the body. We're all magnesium deficient. Mm-hmm. Um, learned this. Even the medical world is learning this. Uh, when I was in the hospital a couple of years ago, one of the first things they gave me was magnesium citrate, which is something I take every night about two hours before bed. But magnesium is responsible for more than 600 processes in the body. Jeez. Everything from high blood pressure or regulating blood pressure to even giving you the energy to exercise. Hmm. So there's all kinds of stuff that it's responsible for. Yeah. And um, on average, the experts are saying you need four to 600 milligrams, I mean, 400 to 1,000 milligrams a day. On average, we get about 200. Mm -hmm. So we're all pretty much magnesium deficient. Yeah. Problem with magnesium, it comes in all different forms. Epsom salts is a form of magnesium, but it's only absorbable through the skin in water. So there's no way to measure how much you're getting. Right. So we recommend the brand Solaray. That's what I take. And it is magnesium citrate or citrate, whichever way you want to say it. (laughs) And you take three about two hours before bed. It's also the relaxation mineral. So for all you ADD cops, which is 99.9% of you. (laughs) Not I. (laughs) uh, You have ADHD. Um, He has physical hyperactivity and hyperactivity of the brain. Um, In in a 20-minute conversation, you can cover 2,000 topics with Ace. Um, On a slow day. (laughs) On a slow day. But you can actually feel it begin to relax and calm the brain down, the thoughts. Yeah, for sure. Everything to help you go to sleep. Yep. So the regiment we recommend, and again, if you have medical conditions, check with your doctors. Also, for any of you taking any kind of medications, especially, of course, I don't know many cops taking anti-seizure medications, but um, heart medication, something like that. I always say check with your pharmacist because supplements more than vitamins, herbs more than supplements. Um, those are the specific ones that actually can affect the way your body metabolizes some of those medications. Right. Natural chemicals can interfere with other stuff. So make sure you're checking. And I trust my pharmacist more than my doctor. Doctors got very little (laughs) pharmacology in school. Mm -hmm. Pharmacists, that's their expertise. Ask them. They know this stuff. But the normal regimen we recommend for most everybody is uh, two hours before bed, the magnesium. One hour before bed, the Alteril. And then the B-Right when you get in the bed. Right. And this is just our base. 
Yeah. We have so many tools in our toolbox. Yes, yeah, since then I've added. So I take ten thousand units of vitamin D and a day. D and D and is it's a whole other subject, kind, right? So D three, right? It's what you're looking for. There's vitamin D only comes in D two and D three. D two yep. is plant based. Mm-hmm. D three is animal based. It, you have it in eggs. You have it in anything that's animal produced. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you need it to have. There was a study done here in Scottsdale that was pretty impressive. Um, and the results were amazing. They found that with D3, you have to have K2 with it for your body to absorb it, but it needs to come in what's called an MK7 form. uh, K2, I know, K2 (laughs) comes in MK4 and MK7. Okay. MK7 form has a longer half-life in your system. Mm Mm-hmm. So the one I use, and everything we recommend is always going to be a vegetable capsule, a soft gel, sublingual, or liquid. Right. Never the caplet or cap or the pill form. Yeah. Um, too hard to digest that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the one I use, the D3, is one called Pure Thrive, and it's a liquid, and it's I do 16 pumps a day, mm-hmm. once a day, and I'm done. Right. And the only other thing I add to this regiment that we're doing is I do a a probiotic also. Um, But all of these things help with gut health. Mm -hmm. What people don't realize is that 90% of your serotonin, which is your happy drug in your body, um, comes from your gut. Oh, I didn't know that. So you have to pay attention when your mood drops to what you're eating. Are you eating a lot of processed junk out there? Your body's not getting what it needs to produce the serotonin. So your mood's automatically going to drop. Mm-hmm. gut health is really important and this is something there's things out there we talk about leaky gut syndrome it's a real thing huh. um and that's a whole nother show but we have to make sure our guts are healthy yeah and for those of you whose heads are spinning because we're naming all these different supplements yes um I, i'm gonna when i post this today i'll get the episode up tonight uh on my facebook page on the ace walker facebook page and i'll post it on the fight and progress podcast page too i'll take a picture of all my supplements on my counter and I'll, I'll tell you guys what my regimen is, and I'll run you through it, and then I'll uh, I'll try and get a picture of the multivitamin I was taking, sure. uh, just so you guys can get an idea. Because the whole point of this episode, and we're going to get into sleep here a little more in depth, because that's really, probably in my opinion, the most important one. It is. Um, but we're, we want you guys to be able to get a little snapshot of this so that you can start implementing it without having to come into the office, if you didn't want to, right? We, we want to just get this out to everybody. So I'll, I'll get a snapshot of everything that I have and what I do, and... I'll talk a little bit about why it helps me and that kind of stuff more than, you know, we do on the show here. But And this is important for families, too. You know, yeah. the law enforcement officer isn't the only one going through stress, yeah. especially right now with, you know, the big day is tomorrow that we're going to probably have the oh meltdown of the century. Um, we're going to see temper tantrums probably like we've never seen before. Yeah, but, quit for a week. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and my attitude is, you know, if you can't burn down what you're going to burn down in 10 days, then you, you're not doing it right. <laughs> Something's <laughs> wrong. This really shouldn't keep our, our first responders tied up for 10 days, but it probably will. Yeah. But your families need to be on this. And this is why the training is so important. That's why I get frustrated with departments. Yeah. Let us come in and teach your people. Because I can teach everybody this very quickly. And then when you come to the office, we don't have to go through this. Yeah. But for the most part, this is going to be the first visit if you hadn't been in a training. And for some of you, it's going to be the first visit, even if you've been in the training, because you weren't paying attention. Yeah. And we've narrowed this down to like an hour-long discussion between two people who've already had the discussion. Yes, multiple so, times. Right. So when you come in and you're brand new to it, you're going to have a lot of questions, and it's it's going to take that first session, however long that takes you, right? We don't limit no, Usually you. four hours. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I know. For me, what was it, like two and a half, oh, three hours? Oh, no. You were in here at least four. You've been here probably six before. Well, I was back like three more times that week, though. Yes. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> that's true. And it's funny guys will come in and go no i'm not going to be here four hours a day and i go okay and they're here for six yeah if you say so and i'm i'm not locking the door they're free to leave anytime they want to leave but you get people rolling i'm not cutting you off Mm -hmm. it's not the way this works here Mm -hmm. so our goal is to get you feeling better but your families have to be a part of this now one thing about the vitamin b's if you are someone especially you young pups in the we call them baby polies that come in here. Um, <laughs> if you have had issues with acne mm-hmm. growing up, the vitamin Bs can aggravate that. 
Interesting. Yeah. So that's why we're cautious with teenagers using it. Yeah. Even though it'd probably be really good for them. Kind of mess up their social it, life a little it bit. Can. Or yeah, you can at least cause feel breakouts like it and, right. th- and then they get bullied or whatever. But um, you do have to be careful of that. Okay. So key there, educate yourself on what you're taking. Don't just take our word for it. Right. Uh, Susan knows a lot of stuff, but we don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. So. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> you're just you're just too far away to hit I'm, me with that red man I'm stick. I'm so. 61 years old. I know it all and I'm always right as people are learning. I'd love to have an example to give you where you've been wrong, but uh, it won't next happen. topic. It won't happen. Uh, my son <laughs> could probably give you one, but it won't happen. And, and maybe the officer coming in that's going to be our guest next week. Yeah. We have a really interesting guest next week. That's going to so. be exciting. Yeah, that'll be a really good episode. Yes, yes. Okay, so then we want to touch kind of really hard on sleep. Yes. Because when I came in, I was... I was kind of back and forth. Well, like you said, erratic sleep, right? Or what is it? Irregular sleep behavior or patterns? Bad sleep patterns. Yep. So on my days off, I could sleep in unreasonably late because I was going to bed late still. Sure. Right? I'd be because I work swing shift, right? So I work from 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. Right. Uh, and I work Wednesday through uh, through Saturday. The days are hard. If you say Sorry. So. Yeah. Words are hard. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to think and talk at the same time. It doesn't go well for me. And. So on my on my normal nights when I'm working, mm-hmm. I don't go to bed till like midnight, one thirty. It's probably somewhere in there. And it makes me laugh because families get mad about this. And I go, "How many people get off work at five o'clock and go home and go to bed?" Yeah, they don't. They're no. up three or four hours, get things done, eat, unwind. Why do you wives and husbands expect your law enforcement officers to get off at midnight and go to bed at one o'clock? <laughs> That'd be like getting off at five and going to bed at six. Yeah. And a lot of it was, right, a misunderstanding, even from my end, because it would feel like unfair. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I was being unfair if I came home and it's like midnight because I, I got off shift, I go to the gym, I work out, I go home. And it's like, I'm not tired, but I feel like if I don't go to bed, then I'm not going to get up with everyone in the morning and I won't <laughs> be able to take the kids to school with my wife and it's going to cause turmoil. So I have unreasonable expectations of myself Sure, because there's well, maybe probably a lack of communication there. And, well, and the norm says... Right. You sleep at night yeah. and work in the day, but you're trying to turn that all around. Right. Shift work tends to screw that up, right? Yes. And so, for departments that don't do permanent bids, and y'all do these six weeks, 30 days, 60 six days, months. six months. Six months. Rotations. I, there are some departments that do seven-day rotations. I can't believe that. Your, your chiefs and sheriffs and whoever need to be listening to this podcast. Yeah. Because it... That is not going to work. That is not a healthy thing. It takes 30 days minimum to get into a healthy sleep pattern. But this thing of changing it continuously. Oh, yeah. This is nuts. And and it's going to cause all kind of health issues. It's going to cause relationship issues. It's going to cause things that police work does not need. Well, I mean, and there's it's obvious if you look at it, right? If you're looking for that. Mm -hmm. Any of you who have worked a graves shift, I was super blessed to only work six months on graveyards because I got in right at the beginning of like a big hiring cycle. Mm -hmm. So I have all this artificial seniority, (laughs) right? So that's why I'm able to be on swings and days if I wanted it. And I'm kind of back and forth on what I like, but graves, I want nothing to do with because it destroyed me. Sure. Coming home at seven in the morning and well, I get, I would get off at seven in the morning, come home, go to bed, sleep till like two 30 because you feel unreasonable sleeping throughout the whole day, waking up just for dinner. Right. So I'm getting five hours of sleep maybe. And it's not good sleep because I'm not taking good supplements. I'm not eating well. Right. I'm awake all night. I'm eating out of a gas station, like cheese at crackers and crap. You mean there's not healthy places to eat at two in the morning? <laughs> I don't understand. You know, we, we found a sub place that was pretty good, but they, they closed down. Um, <laughs> cause we were the only customers. Um, and Man, that was rough. That was terrible. And the, the six months that I did on Graves, I can tell you right now for me personally, and maybe it's the same for everybody. Maybe it's different. Maybe some of you adjust really quickly. For me, six months was not enough to adjust. No. I, I left Graveyards thanking God that I didn't have to do that again. Mm-hmm. It was awful. But awful. here's what's funny, because I ask chiefs and sheriffs everywhere I go, um, why do y'all do this rotating shifts and not have seniority-based mm-hmm. bids like Phoenix and a lot of them out here do? Yeah. And they do one-year shift bid, which I think is perfect, and you can stay where yeah, you want to stay. I wish we stay. went to a year. We're at a six-month shift bid. Y'all should. Yeah. And it's so funny because the chiefs and sheriffs will tell me, and, and I mean, this has been going on since, you know, man first was born, but <laughs> they'll go, well, we wind up with our least experienced on our busiest shifts. 
Yeah, that's how they get experience. Well, and then I started laughing one day, and I was talking to this one chief, and I said, well, that's really funny. Uh, let me let you in on a little secret that now the senior guys say, let the, let the children play during the day when management's around. Yeah. I want to be here when there ain't nobody with brass on. Art- <laughs> Absolutely and, and true. they look at me like, huh? And I go, I assure you, you'll wind up with seniority. Oh yeah, on those night shifts. Our busiest graveyard shift is it, it. Our busiest grave shift at my department. Uh, it's so we have six shifts, two per um, right. one. So two graves, two swings, and two days. The one graves shift mm-hmm. is full of senior guys, far mm-hmm. more senior than I am, and Absolutely. they haven't moved in years because they're off the radar. They do their thing and they work well together. They're like a family. You're never gonna break them up. Not micromanaged. The, nope. They know what they're doing. They get doing. left alone. Yep. Yeah. And so swings is left to guys like me who just want to party. Sure. And because I could go to days and do a lot less if I wanted to. Eh, I don't and when like... he says parties for anybody who might be listening that really isn't law enforcement, he's not talking about partying. He's talking about having fun because there's stuff to do. Yeah. Chasing down bad yes, guys, man. Doing their job. Yeah. Kicking indoors. Imagine driving fast. That. Breaking rules. Breaking oh, policy. Ooh, ooh. ooh, bad people. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> Yeah, just having a good time. But yeah, it's, shift work is rough, man. And mm-hmm. adjusting your sleep and having proper expectations. Like we know now in my in my home that when I come home, it is. In, we've talked about this a hundred times, so we know it's reasonable. I come home. I'm usually sometimes I'm tired, but I'm usually not tired because mm-hmm. I'm I'm coming home and I'm finally winding down. It can hit me pretty fast sometimes, sure. right? If I, if I didn't have like a rough day or something, it can hit me pretty quick, and I can go to bed probably by one, pretty comfortably. Uh, but usually what I was doing is I would go to bed because I was feeling guilty mm-hmm. and I would sit on my phone for another hour and a half on YouTube until it's fallen out of my hand and my head's hitting the pillow. And I'm like, okay, I guess it's bedtime. And by that time, it's like 2.30, 3 o'clock. And then I'm getting terrible sleep because I was sitting there staring at a screen in the dark all night in my bed. Yep. I wasn't setting myself up for success when it came to sleep. And then I was struggling to wake up at 7.30, which if my wife's listening, she knows that isn't always the case. True. And sometimes I would just sleep through that alarm and they would go to school without me. And she was getting frustrated because... We didn't have proper expectations of each other. Right. And I wasn't waking up early. I was sleeping in. She thought I was being lazy. Really, I'm dying because I don't have enough sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just this big thing that spirals out of control and completely under the radar. Well, and people have to understand, sleep deprivation can run up your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just hard on you physically. You have to have sleep that is restorative sleep. Yeah. So there's certain etiquette to things besides the vitamins and supplements. And one thing is people don't realize... Your circadian rhythm is tied to your retinas. Right. Think about early man. Sun went down, you went to bed. Sun came up, you got up and worked. Mm-hmm. And so when you're on your phone or tablets, TVs are a little bit different because they're at a distance. But when you've got that light right up in your face, it is sending a message, and I'm simplifying this greatly, through your retinas that it's daytime. I'm awake. Melatonin production shuts down. And it's going to make it more difficult for you to get good quality sleep. For sure. So you have to eliminate those things. And for those of you with teenagers, take your kids' phones. <laughs> I am convinced. I actually served on a task force here in the East Valley um, with a group talking about teenage suicide. And we all came to that conclusion that besides the bullying and everything, we are talking about these kids are probably sleep deprived. They're under their covers with their phones. So when they do finally get to sleep, it's short term. Quality is really poor. And again, this is why, as we talked about in the episode about law enforcement suicide, the majority of officers we see who are having any thoughts of suicide are sleep deprived. Yeah. And if I can get them sleeping better pretty quickly, those things will turn around. Yeah. Same thing with teenagers. Teenagers need their sleep. Take their phones. Take their tablets. Don't give them that opportunity. They can become addicted to it. And I think one of the last studies I read said seven-day withdrawal from this stuff. And it is hell for seven days. Yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've, trying to get them off of it. So I have actually listened to discussions on that particular topic of like cell phones and like that immediate, uh, what that dopaminergical rush, right? When you're playing video game, you get those little immediate... Yep little reward systems that you start building in, right? Or sure. you get a text message, the ding sends off dopamine, whatever. It's all little rewards. Sure. That's how it's all built. Sure. And when you take it away, just like, I mean, you guys, you parents out there, you know, 
how when you take the tablet away from the kid, they become a nightmare, right? <laughs> and you're like, what the crap? The little Hulk. So, and you don't want to give it back because of that. And it's right. because you're breaking that little dopamine rush, right? It's, well, it's, it's an addiction. That's exactly right. And we, I know everybody thinks like, ooh, addiction, scary word. It's, it, it's way more applicable than I think people use it. Sure. Um, well, you think heroin and yeah, right. yeah. coke and crack. Yeah, and, you think your life's falling apart. Yeah. You, you can be addicted to all kinds of stuff like Red Bulls. Like, exercise. So you can be addicted to exercise. Right. So it, it's, you don't freak out when we say the A word, right? If it controls so. <laughs> you rather than you controlling it, it's an addiction. Right. And those are things that you should be aware of. Yes. Right. And calling them what they are is how you become aware of them. And with these cell phones, it's for sure the same thing. Because you know when your husband or wife is sitting on the couch and they're playing their game or whatever, and you're like, hey, can you do this? And they're like, yeah, in a minute. And they're like mm-hmm. irritable. And then that makes you want to kick their phone out of their hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. You're interrupting that dopamine release, right? And that's that that causes irritation, period, chemically. Sure. It's, it's not even like they're choosing, like, I hate my husband because he won't let me play my game. Right. It's You're, you're breaking a dopamine cycle, right? And that's, it, it, that's irritation. So when you take these phones or these whatever, these devices away from the kids, you're going to get that. Mm-hmm. Be prepared for it. It was the same thing for me. when I So when I started realizing the sleep pattern issues, and I was talking to you about uh, how I could get better, what we decided is if I'm not, if I'm going to bed, I'm going to bed to go to sleep. Right. If I'm not tired yet and I want to sit on my phone or I want to watch TV, I go sit out in the living room. I can play on my phone. I can watch a show until I'm tired. And then I go to bed. 10 minute rule. Yep. Never lay in the bed more than 10 minutes. Yep. And if I started to feel like I'm still not that tired or, you know, maybe I, it, my mind's running, whatever, I get out of bed. Yes. Go back into the living room. Do things relaxing. Don't get on PlayStation 99 exactly. and start burning, blowing stuff up. <laughs> exactly. Read, relax, do things relaxing. Continue to wind down. And when I go to bed, I go there to sleep. And what I would do is I would plug my phone in across the other side of the room Mm -hmm. so that I couldn't even touch it, see it, hear it until the alarm went off in the morning. And when it did, I was up out of bed to go get it. And I was awake. And let's talk about alarms. Let's do it. For those of you who do the snooze button thing. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. A, A sleep pattern or a sleep cycle is approximately 90 minutes. So when you're hitting that snooze button, and most of you are going to hit it three or four times, you have just wasted 30 to 40 minutes of a sleep cycle. It's of no benefit. 10-minute increments is of no benefit. Zero zilch. You're not going to feel any better. Put it on the other side of the room. Set the alarm 30 minutes later. And when it goes off, if you have to set 12 alarms, set them. Uh, This is something I laugh at. Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman talking about in class now, <laughs> you know, if you got to set 10 of them, set 10 of them and get up out of the bed to go turn them off. Don't have it right there where it's accessible because you'll continue to hit that snooze and you're wasting what could be some quality sleep. Yeah. The other thing is a sleep mask. And yes, gentlemen, there are some out there that are camo and SWAT looking. They're not all pink and frilly. I know y'all think only women <laughs> use them. But the reality is because your retinas are the whole basis for your circadian rhythm, even there are studies that show that even the light on the clock that illuminates the numbers, Mm -hmm. um, the red dot on your smoke detector over your bed, I don't know why you'd have a smoke detector over your bed, but some people apparently do, uh, blue light on direct TV, those lights impact your sleep and quick note on the on the mask because yeah. i was not a believer i bought one anyway I, I wore it anyway i hated it it was a little uncomfortable having something on your face so if you want to prove to yourself that this thing actually works if any of you take naps during the day mm-hmm. so i took a nap during the day i was tired went into my room and obviously it's light outside the curtains mm-hmm. are open whatever and i just felt you know maybe i'll just throw the mask on that one-hour nap was so refreshing. I've never taken a nap so good in my life. I'm mm-hmm. never going to forget it. And from that moment on, total believer in the mask. It's- and, and you can have the room darkening shades and all that, but you're still going to have light on your clock, yeah, light on your direct TV. There's going to be something in the room. And rather than covering everything up, why not just cover your eyes up? Yeah. And they're all different kinds. Try them on. They have the bubbles. I laugh at the men that have told me, but it bothers my eyelashes. Um, then get the ones that have the bubbles so it doesn't mess with your Those are mine. Your lashes and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. There's all there's all different kinds. So get on Amazon, go to bed bath and beyond wherever and try them on. They're super cheap. But I promise you you will find one yeah. that is very beneficial. And this is especially important for those people who work at night and sleep in the day. Yeah. 
there's just no way you're going to get the level of darkness that you need. And I know people are putting tinfoil in there. Why? Why? Why are you going to do all of that work when all you got to do is put something on your face? Yeah, that's true. Pretty simple. Yep. And you will be amazed at the sleep, the difference in the quality of your sleep. We don't worry about quantity. We worry about quality. Right. Thus the Alteril, because it helps you get good sleep. Yes. The Altryptophan and Valerian, sleep, but... well, the, the Altryptophan and Valerian root actually helps put you to sleep. Okay. But the melatonin it helps regulate it. Right. And it's just like you can drink milk. You can eat turkey before bed. They have uh, L-tryptophan and L-tyrosine that help put you to sleep. Peanut butter has it, but the it's probably going to wind up <laughs> between the sugar and that. You'd have to eat so much of it. It's probably not going to work. <laughs> um, so it's just easier to use the supplements. Mm-hmm. But get the good quality sleep. I know on Jason Schechterly's podcast last Wednesday, uh, Badge Boys, and if y'all haven't listened to that, you need to listen because... Jason and Darren are amazing. They're retired Phoenix officers from out here. And uh, Jason was talking about he gets roughly four to five hours sleep a night and feels rested. I'm a five-hour sleeper, typically. And I wake up and I'm ready to go. And I'm old and I work seven days a week, pretty much 365 days a year. And as long as I get good quality. And I don't remember going to bed most nights. Yeah, I get in the bed, I'm asleep. Yep. And then I wake up at four o'clock. And start my day because I have clients on the East Coast and this flip-flopping of time. Let me just go ahead and put this in that drives me nuts. Would you people on the East Coast, <laughs> Central Pacific, y'all pick a time. I don't even care. We, we got smart in Arizona. Yep. We picked a time zone. That's what we're staying in. Yeah. Y'all stop the flip-flopping because it really screws up my schedules because nobody can keep it straight on the East Coast if yeah. I'm two hours or three hours and they're calling me at three in the morning instead of four. And I drove six hours East. Two weeks ago, and it changed an hour. And I yes. was like, why? why the, the sun goes up at the same time. What does this matter? It doesn't. I, I, everybody I pick one. But anyway, that, that would help. Because, and I was laughing at the people talking about, great, all we need is one more hour of 2020. Um, and I have to agree with them. <laughs> have you seen the meme where it, it, it ticks over from uh, December 31st or whatever? And it goes to the 13th month of 2020, and everybody's like, no. I was like, that, that'd be perfect. We should do that just for fun. It probably will happen. I wouldn't oh, be man. surprised. But, you know, the key to your sleep is how do you feel when you wake up? Yeah. that That's the whole key. If you feel groggy and tired, you might have slept 10, 12 hours. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is whatever the quality of your sleep was, was it there? Now, let's talk quickly about adrenaline because adrenaline does impact Right. Um, all of you warriors out there. Uh, adrenaline, you need about four to six hours between adrenaline rushes in your system mm-hmm. and trying to go to bed. Exercise can also increase your adrenaline in your system. If you don't have that four to six hour window between ending exercise and going to sleep, we recommend run sprints and or punch and kick a bag. Mimic fight, fight or flight. It works, guys. And when my son, the Marine, was deployed, um, he laughs because I tell the story. My best friend in Alabama owned a gym. I had a key to the gym. And the officers in this small town, Pelham, Alabama, knew if they saw Susan's car there at night and the lights were on, do not come in that building. Because I was <laughs> very unhappy about his being, or very concerned about him being in the desert, very proud of him as a Marine. Um, but my adrenaline was up. Yep. And I'd go in and I'd put pictures on the bag. I won't say whose pictures were on there because it did very bad. Right? <laughs> uh, but I was punching, kicking, crying, screaming, acting like a complete crazy woman. And my son would laugh, say he's probably over in the desert sleeping great. Mom's over here freaking out. But probably. then what happens? You get the crash yep. and you're ready to go to bed. Mm-hmm. So don't let that adrenaline build up in your system. I call it adrenaline sleep when you wake up the next morning. You're tired and you feel like you've been fighting yourself all night. Yeah, like you go back to sleep. Because yeah. it, you haven't gotten it out of your system. And yeah. it's going to impact your sleep. So, so get was, rid of it. This was a big thing with me. When, uh-huh. we, when we started, I was having these almost like this overwhelming frustration. Like I would get hot. I was angry. And I, I was just, I wanted to, we kind of broke it down to eventually that I was just, I was in like this fight or flight or posture uh, mood. And so my solution at the time, I didn't have a punching bag. And I know that's surprising for some of you, but I actually didn't. Um, and Everybody so, should have one. So, oh, yeah, uh, I do now. Um, but what we came up with was I'm just going to run. I'm going to run as fast and as far Sprint. as I can. Yep. Yeah, it's not and distance. No, we're not jogging. I, I remember there was one night where 
I was in a discussion with my wife. I was getting frustrated. I couldn't really find a resolution. I didn't know how to communicate it. And I was getting these feelings again. Mm-hmm. So we kind of ended the conversation because there wasn't really anywhere else to go. And I was like, I'll be right back. And I am barefoot wearing like a, like my pajama shirt and some shorts. And I, it was, what time was this? This had to be like nine o'clock at night. Probably. And I go flying out of the house at a full sprint. All the way down the street, probably, uh, I don't know, maybe 300 meters or so, totally smoked me. And one of my neighbors yells at me, everything okay? They thought my house was on fire. So, <laughs> and I had to come Look back. that fool running, nobody I, chasing him. Yeah, and I just ignored him, and I, on my walk back, I had to talk to him. Oh, yeah, I feel great now. It's just, uh, you know, just a stress reliever. And they're like, okay, then. But uh, really, honest to God, it that totally worked for me. Because mm-hmm. when you get to the end of it and you're smoked, it's like your your body's like, okay. You did the thing you had to do. Yep. Like you just, you answered physically what was going on chemically inside your body. Yes. And that, and that's get ca- rid of it. Right. So this, and this is that physical and chemical part we talk about because your, your body and your emotions and your stress level, all of that, it's all connected right. and they, they affect each other. It's a cycle. So you could not have a lot of external stressors, but if your body's not healthy and you're not feeling good and you're not sleeping well, it's going, you're going to feel like you have all these external stressors and you're going to overreact on these things on the outside. And the other thing can happen, right? You can experience stress on the outside and it can make you physically unhealthy. Sure. So it's, there's definitely a cycle there. So you need to pay attention to these signs because that I I was, I was getting it from both sides. (laughs) I was, I had external stressors and I wasn't properly taking care of myself. I was exercising plenty, right? but my sleep was crap. Yep. My diet was so, so. My, I had no supplements. I wasn't taking anything. And I get it for those of you that if you guys can manage to get all that stuff in your diet through food sources and all, like good for you. I don't have the time in the day it, and I'm not going to put that time in my wife's day for her to go shopping to give me all the food I need every day that's going to hit all of those different nutrients. To do Like, look, if you want to do that, good for you. Well, there's no way to measure it is the problem. I guess that's true too. And yeah. and organic's not exactly like true organic from my grandmother's day. Right, When right. organic farming was you took the leftovers from the meal and put it in the garden in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> didn't be the nutrients back in. Right. But again, you need to eat healthy anyway, but at least when you supplement, you know you're getting what you need. That's true. And this is going to bring up a topic many of you are not going to like, but we have to talk about alcohol and how it impacts sleep. Yeah. And the rule of thumb, especially when you've been in critical incidents, whatever that is for you, understand, warriors, a shooting isn't the only critical incident y'all deal with. Death, especially children, things like that. There's there's so many things that impact all of you. And you you go by the, the guys will call and go, I don't know what's going on, Susan. It isn't like I've been in a shooting or something. I'm thinking... Uh, okay, now you've just been out here with pain and suffering. Yeah. But watch your alcohol intake. Yeah. We say zero to one ounce a day. That is one shot glass, one glass of wine, one beer, and I'm talking about a regular can, not uh, like the pony keg. Like a 40? <laughs> yes. And no, if you do not drink for seven days, you do not get seven ounces on the seventh yeah, day. This is not up. a cumulative. Right. Nice try. I've had people... Try to figure up how much they must have built up they can add to their system. Alcohol is a depressant, first mm-hmm. of all. Great thing to do. Um, when many of you are taking antidepressants, which are good drugs, um, if that's what you need. But, no, you don't get to call me and go, Susan, how much more of the Paxil, Prozac, Zoloft, <laughs> Effexor, Selexa, Lexapro, whatever I'm taking, do I need to take to counterbalance all the alcohol I'm going to drink tonight? Yeah. doesn't work that way. Right. Um, but you are knocking out the depressant when you the antidepressant when you dump the depressant in but it's also going to bring on sedated sleep mm-hmm. so like all of us who've ever tied one own and slept 24 hours and you wake up feeling like crap sleep you got was a waste of time might as well have stayed up and enjoyed the buzz because the sleep was worthless it's sedated sleep just right. like if they knock you out in the hospital you don't wake up rested because it's artificial it's false yeah just like ambien belsamra these pharmaceuticals, they are bringing on false sleep. They have amnesiacs in them. Cops are doing crazy, crazy things. Jeez. I can't believe departments don't have policies against this um, because they should. Yeah. I, I can justify short-term use of drugs I don't like, like Xanax. Mm-hmm. I can never justify Ambien, Balsamer, any of those that truly it, read on their own websites 
Uh, I think Ambien, the last time I looked, had something like 19 pages of negative reactions and contraindications. Jeez. Um, those are the norms. I mean, we've got guys up driving and eating and cooking and don't remember anything. That's crazy. Yeah. This stuff is not your solution. It's highly addictive. I had one officer that actually called me at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, thought he was dreaming. He said I was in a purple fog or haze, and I knew right off what it was. And he had been at work. He'd gotten up, gotten dressed, went to briefing, been out on patrol since 7 a.m. Couldn't tell you anywhere he'd been. What Couldn't tell you anybody he'd talked to. He said, I could have shot 12 and run over 20. I have no idea. Oh, my gosh. I said, when did you start taking the ambient? How did you know? Well, because that's what you do on that crap. Jeez. There are too many. We have, again, the Alteril is our basic where we start. We have something actually made by a company called Neuroscience. That is the all-natural ambient alternative. We don't start there because it's a little more expensive. But we have so many things. We've pulled people off Ambien with this stuff. Yeah. And it, it's things we need to start to, to pay attention to. Yeah. And for those of you all-natural freaks out there, like I know my wife is, it's all about like leaves and herbs, man. <laughs> and so like one of the things that, so I just got turned on to this last night. I, I normally take my Alteril. Mm-hmm. And usually... Within like an hour of taking like the Alteril, the magnesium, the B, what well, you take the B last. Don't right. take out all t- at the when same you get time. In the bed. Take the B last, and then my L-theanine. Usually, I'm like good to go. Mm-hmm. When I when I lay down in bed, it's like okay, it's bedtime, and yep. you just kind of build that habit because you're not on your phone anymore. But you build that habit where your brain just knows. Okay, you laid down, it's bedtime. Go well, you're to sleep. creating good patterns, right? And so last night, I wasn't feeling too particularly tired at like twelve ish, and she made this sleepy time tea stuff. You ever heard of this? Yes. Man, talk about a sedative. Stuff too. That about knocked me out. Yep. I was I was standing there, my eyelids were so heavy they were like locking shut. So yep. if you wanted to try something else, throw in some sleepy time tea. I think it has the same stuff the Alteril has in it. Probably. Um she was saying something about that. But uh, yeah. A lot it, of times GABA is another good thing to yeah. use for sleep. It stinks to high heaven. Yeah. Um Oh, like the Alteril. Yeah. There there's <laughs> stuff out there. There's there's so many things. And like I said, we've done a lot of trial and error on some things, but that's what we're here for. Call yeah. us. But yeah. stay away from all the sedated stuff. That yeah. is including alcohol. Yes. So and I don't I don't know a lot about that particular issue. I I haven't drank since I was sorry, command staff, if you're listening, since I was eighteen. Um but uh, started drinking when he was twelve. I was I was never much of a drinker and then, you know, I found Jesus and uh, now I just don't drink because it just doesn't seem He turned water into wine. What's your problem with drinking? Well, <laughs> well wine every now and then. I, I don't I, I don't presume to know everything, Susan. All I know is I don't like alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I did in college, I think. I just don't really remember my college days very much. <laughs> now you know you I like think it. I had fun. I was told I had a lot of fun. But and, and I know that it, all things in moderation. So, yes. I mean, if, if you're going to do something, you, you make your own judgments about yes. it. I, I decided that I, it's just not something I need or like, right? I just don't enjoy it. Um, maybe under the right circumstances, I could. But sure. it's, it's just really not my thing. Um, but as far as that kind of thing, so I, from my perspective, right, I have things in my life or I see in other people's lives that are close to me that can take the place of that. So mm-hmm. when somebody finds a crutch like alcohol or something that kind of just re- a stress reliever really is how I see it. Sure. Um, you know, kind of like a it's little self-medicating a right. lot of times. When you get over one, you know, uh, I get the red wine, one glass is supposed mm-hmm. to be good for your heart. Right. I'm, I'm okay with that. But when it starts becoming every night or excessive or yeah, can't whatever, wait for it kind of thing. We're, we're self-medicating from right. something. And I, and I think there's a lot of things that I just want to touch on. I mean, we don't have to have a whole conversation, but I, I know, Video games can be that for people. And it's it's all all I'm trying to say, video games, pornography, whatever. I, I could really probably make a very good argument on why pornography should be a zero thing instead mm-hmm. of moderation. Um, but Absolutely. I mean, you make your own judgments, but it, there's a lot of issues that come along with pornography. If you want a healthy relationship, it, pornography is never going to be good for you. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, and just a healthy respect for yourself. Sure. <laughs> I don't think it comes without guilt. Um, but anyway, there, there, there are a lot of things out there and it doesn't, it, it could be Facebook, it could be whatever, whatever your little thing is. We all tend to have one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
try and moderate that because we, we mentioned the A word earlier. I didn't want to say addiction anywhere near the word alcohol because then people start to freak out and think this is an AA meeting. Yeah. Um, but it it's but uh, just try and regulate yourself. <laughs> have some self-control. Understand what it is that you're drawn to, why you're drawn to it. Just get to know yourself. That's what this is all about is understanding where you're at, why you're there, and what you can do to make it better because you can be better than you are right now. Sure. Um, if you couldn't, well, then you're just going to get twinkled. Go ahead and die and go up to heaven. Um, you got nothing else to learn. So, but it, it's, it's important that we are always self-assessing and that's, that's really what this process started for me when I came in was, Hey, I get it. You want to be better, but maybe we're looking in the wrong places. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to look at your sleep and your nutrients and how you're dealing with stress. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I was completely neglected those parts of my life. Right. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm happy go lucky, whatever. Like, well, it's like I told you, it's like buying a brand new car. Yeah. Park it in your garage. Do not put gas, oil or water in it. Yeah. And the car is going to look good, but it ain't going to serve its purpose. Yeah. It's so, not going anywhere. So I have a question for you with this type of thing. So something that happened to me when I started um, coming here and learning about identifying stressors in my life and dealing with them and properly adapting to stress in all of its forms, which is numerous, um, was that I started to feel like everything I saw was stress. And it's like, how do I deal with it? And it's like, it almost became overwhelming at a certain point. And it's like, okay, relax. You're just, you're, you're just hyper analyzing everything is stress. Is that something you see commonly where they just become like, everything is stressing me out all the time because now they're like awake to it? Is- well, I think people are mistaken when they hear the word stress and they automatically think it's negative. Right, of course. And that's one of the things we talk about in class. We put the definitions up. The definitions of stress are actually wrong. If you read the definitions of stress, whether it's scientific, um, medical well, Webster, Webster don't know what the hell they're talking about it. anymore. Anyway. Everything they talk about is stress reaction. You have to break stress down into three definitions, stress, stressors, and stress reaction. Stress is change, good, bad, or indifferent. Doesn't matter. Um, we're homeostatic. So whether it's time zone changes, whether it's diet changes, whether it's environmental changes, attitude, whatever, lighting, everything, our bodies are homeostatic. We're constantly secreting and producing to balance. Yeah. And just like if you go into a dark alley and you've been sent there on a call and you're told someone has a weapon, you, you know, you're not going to pop your flashlight on and, you know, give away your location, but your eyesight's impaired. And so what happens to your other senses? Right. You don't have to push a button. Everything become, else becomes heightened. That's a homeostatic response. So when you're under stress or change, you're going to have reactions good or bad vacation time versus something else but the body depletes these amino acids which are the vitamin b's Mm -hmm. um so you got to make sure that you're paying that attention stressors are the activating event that bring about the change weddings engagements divorces children born kids go in the marine corps whatever um shift changes (laughs) oh yeah a big one relocating all that stuff um, even if it's positive, it's still a stressor. Yeah. And then stress reaction is based on your perception about the change, which okay. is why divorce can be positive for some, negative for others. Um, I use the example of a guy gets engaged. He dates a girl. He drops to one knee, proposes. She says yes. I remind him in class, you ask for what you got. So that's on <laughs> you. <laughs> and then you got the guy who somebody beats on his door in the middle of the night opens it and there's a dad standing there and he's got this guy's gotten somebody pregnant you know just went out and had fun one night Mm -hmm. no intentions to see her again and dad says you're getting married same stressor marriage engagements two different reactions right so your body responds based on your perception perception is reality So people have to understand, this is where the supervisor training is so important because supervisors approach things with the people they're supervising, Mm -hmm. mainly because they're not good leaders a lot of times, and they don't understand. Their perception is very different than somebody that they're supervising. Preach. You got to know what's going on in people's lives. You have to care first. Well, you do have to care. And, And that's the difference. And we can do a whole podcast and the difference in leadership and supervision yeah it would just be, which I'll be screaming happy into do. the microphone for an hour which i'll be happy to do <laughs> um but it's it's important that we understand everybody's different everybody yeah. responds to stuff differently but our bodies are pretty much homeostatic in how we respond so you got to give it what it needs yeah yeah absolutely that's it 
And it's hard to recognize on your own if you haven't gone through this kind of thing before. So right. if this is ringing bells, yes, uh, which it should, because that's what happens when you hear truth, right? I know in uh, in the church we talk about hearing the Spirit, right? And something touches you, yep. and you feel like something's true. That's because it's true. And when it's, it's real, it's true. It's touching on something that you already know. You just didn't know how to say it. That's how I felt when like I'd listen to Jocko or Peterson. Sure. Sure. Right? They start talking. You're like, oh, I knew that. I just couldn't say it like that. They're so cool. Um, totally right. So if, if this is ringing bells for you, that's because there's something to it. Sure. There's, there's something going on, and maybe it's something that's going unaddressed with you, or maybe you're just addressing it incorrectly. Um, Call us. That's, that's the, what we're here for. That's where I'm getting. Exactly. Our toll-free number is 855 855- Eight eight nine two three four eight. 2348 I think we have it up on Fighting Progress. We certainly have it up on Under the Shield Foundation Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, you can call me directly. I give my cell phone out all the time. 334-324-3570. Text me during the daytime. Nobody picks up text or voicemails but me. Uh, I know how paranoid y'all can be. Um, and if you're that paranoid... Call the 855 number, hit extension 1 for immediate crisis. We won't even have your cell number. Yeah. The crisis number pops up. You can private message us on the page. Our stress coaches are monitoring those pages. Uh, all of our stress coaches have experience. Either they've done it, been married to it, raised by it, or given birth to it. Uh, reach out. Call us. We're yeah. not a referral source. We handle the calls that come in. Yeah, and this is, and I don't think we've mentioned it before, actually, but this is a nonprofit. Oh, yeah, we're a 501c3. Yeah. So if you know people who want to donate, especially as we get here toward the end of the year, looking for that tax write-off. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is not a business. No. I, I just want people to understand, because I hear a lot from officers that I talk to, because I recommend, I, I, I think I've filled your office. Pretty much. Just from my department. Pretty much. Yeah, and it's... It, the first thing out of their mouth is how much does it cost? Absolutely. And then, well, well then why does she do it? Right. Because well, well, she's stupid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just, yeah. I, I let I her care. say that one. I care. But yeah, it's it's we care. That's why we're doing this. I mean, like, this is something that's important because it's. I can't. I'm not going to speak for Susan on why it's important for her, but it's important to me because this made a huge difference in how I see my life mm-hmm. and my job and how to do it properly, and how to be a better person. I'm all about self-progression. I want to move forward. I want to be better. I want to make good choices. And this enabled me to do that even better. So, and looking around, I see similarities everywhere between me and other officers yep. and their families. And we, guys and girls, we are way more similar than you might think. Yes. If, if we all open up a little bit, which I've been able to do with some people on my squad, and if those guys are listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about is our lives are so much more similar than we think they are. And our stressors are so much more similar than we think they are. We have a network. We have people that care. We we have answers to some degree, you know, for, for all of this stuff. So that's why I say I have the easiest yeah. job in the world. <laughs> it's the same stuff, just a different name, different face, yeah. maybe a little different twist on it here or there. But, you know, and, and the whole reason Under the Shield started was because what we've been doing wasn't working. Yeah. And it's, there's not a one fix all in this. And mm-hmm. it is way past time that we start getting an additional resource in here. Yeah. And for 28 years, we've been fighting the system, trying to get in. And we'll continue to fight as long as I'm here, understanding I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> <laughs> and some days I'm older than other days. You need to find your successor. <laughs> but yeah. But the reality is, is the license world has a place. Yeah. But there's so much more stuff that we can do as stress coaches that lessen the need for the licensed world so they can deal with the real serious stuff. Um, but you got to come in. You don't, don't wait till you fall in the ditch. Don't wait till your marriage is a disaster. Uh, don't wait till you're addicted to whatever you're addicted to. Yeah. Call us. Let's get started on this stuff. Yeah. And, and departments, it you guys know it's true. It's why you have independent peer support that's completely confidential. You there's there's value there whether it's because you guys don't want to get sued or you don't want somebody killing themselves on duty or whatever whatever is your motivator, you know that's a valuable thing. Sure. And this is something that you can really expand on if you reach out to an organization like this uh, and help your people. Give a damn about your people. I, I I don't know how much more I could say that when it comes to leadership yep and it, training is the key to everything not just firearms yeah n- not only should you care but your people want you to care yes as a guy at the bottom i'm telling you right now when i look at command staff the ones who have expressed that they give a damn about yes. me 
I would sit like they could they could show up on my call tomorrow yep. and be like, hey, officer, could you do this? And I'd be like, absolutely, sir, or ma'am. Sure. I got you because I know they have me. Sure. Right. When you take care of each other, that's how you have a properly working relationship there. And you have a subordinate leadership position that well, your employees, are your most valuable commodity. They make you look good at the top or they make you look bad. Right. You decide based on morale. And that's what, what's that quote? The power is derived from the governed or something like that. So like the, new the, one. the people at the bottom who who you have power over are the only reason you have any power at all because we execute everything that you want done. And without them, you have no job. <laughs> right. So it is a give and take. It is a relationship. So take care of your people. Reach out for something like this. Um, I obviously recommend you reach out to Under the Shield. This is obviously a successful program for so many people. Take care of your people. Yeah, we give a money back guarantee on our training. Um, oh, in nice. 28 years, no one's ever asked for money back, ever. <laughs> really? And all of our evaluations have have always come back best training and it's really interesting the senior guys yeah will all say where were you 20 years ago and i go <laughs> trying to get in the door yeah pounding <laughs> on the door yes yeah. we're here please call us 855-889-2348 and as a, a teaser for next week we're going to have an officer with over 18 years on the job in here talking about his uh, garbage can and how he actually was suicidal yeah and the things that happened and how he turned his life around and uh it's just an amazing story um and he and i actually are coming up with a a new theory on some things dealing with anxiety and law enforcement yeah. um and so he'll be here with us next week yeah he, and he this this guy is so well spoken i love yes. listening to a talk about a story and i think the whole point of having him on and talking about a story like i know you guys might be thinking like oh another depressing story not oh, really no, no. not really no <laughs> first of all it's interesting for those of you who just like to hear this kind of stuff but also to know that it's motivating it, that's exactly where i'm going is it, to know that you can be down in that hole mm -hmm. and find your way out and find that self purpose and find all that stuff it is super motivating like this is like Jocko level motivation, guys. It's really cool stuff. And it wasn't um, a 10-year process. It literally no, no, was no. a few months yeah. of turning things around. Yeah. And I mean, it, and this this is something we can all do. This the, yes. He just had the tools in front of him and he chose to use them. Uh, that's that's kind of the amazing thing, right? It was, After ignoring them. For well, right. Well, that's the only way we get in the hole. Um, so we, it, it just shows a level of discipline that's really, really cool and a, a level of self-understanding. So I, I really hope you guys listen in. Yeah, he's a true hero. You, you don't want to miss this. Yeah, it's good stuff. So we will see you guys next week when we meet with him. Yes. And we talk about his story. We On thank you guys. 11th podcast. 11th. This is 10. We made 10. Yeah, we made it this far. Maybe we'll be able to keep going. Are we famous yet? I, I think know. I have. I think we're getting close to Jocko status, but uh, anyway, I, think I have seventy-two followers on Instagram. <laughs> All right, y'all share this <laughs> podcast, please, and thank you for what you do. Thank you for the sacrifices you make and your families make. You are appreciated. I know this is going to be a difficult week for a lot of law enforcement who are out there pulling twelve-hour shifts, no days off for ten days. Call us. Um, we'll be happy to talk to you by phone, whatever. Yeah, we got and the you. families, give them our number. They can call us also. Mm -hmm. So take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. God bless you and thank you for what you do. And we'll look forward to uh, you tuning in next week for our 11th podcast where we have uh, quite a motivating hero that's going to tell you an interesting story. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We love you. We'll see you next time. Thank you to Universal MMA and Fitness for sponsoring today's episode. You can find their info in the description below.